This is the Building Resilience Podcast, episode 134, From Stress to Success, Taming Your Nervous System as an Entrepreneur. Welcome to the Building Resilience Podcast, where you will learn all about building resilience in yourself and helping others build it too. Drawing from the principles of positive psychology, neuroscience, and coaching, I will help you face all the challenges and adversities that life throws at you and help you do more than just survive. I will help you thrive. I am your host, Leah Davidson, and I am a certified life coach and speech language pathologist. I will help you manage your mind, your emotions, deal with your stress and your overwhelm, and lead a more purposeful and joyful life. Let's get started. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to the Building Resilience Podcast. Happy to have you here as always. I was telling my son the other day that I wanted to do a short series of podcast episodes where I talk about the importance of nervous system resilience and different topics like the importance of understanding our nervous system for being a parent or being a student or being a spouse or even being an entrepreneur. And my son said, well, it's going to be way too repetitive because there's so much overlap because many of the reasons for one thing are the same reasons for the other thing or many of the experiences or recommendations or what you need to do with your nervous system are the same. To which I replied, well, that just shows the importance of understanding your nervous system because it crosses and infiltrates all areas of your life. And then I told him if he listened to my podcast enough, he would know that not only do I love the nervous system, but I love neuroplasticity. And neuroplasticity says that repetition is needed in order for us to learn things. So doing a series means I get to go over a few things every time. So hopefully it will start to become a solid road for you, a well-worn trail. As I share this new little series with you, I'll probably just pace it out throughout the next couple of months. I am going to try to introduce you to different ways of messaging things to keep it fresh, but to do enough of a review that it lets you lay down your own tracks of understanding what nervous system resilience is. Now, this first episode was inspired by two of my coaches, actually. Several months ago, one of my coaches, Neil Williams, was talking to a small group of us about how she has been learning about the nervous system and how the more she learns, the more she sees how important it is to regulate your nervous system if you are an entrepreneur. And she said, it is one of the most important things that you can do. And I obviously couldn't agree more. I actually ended up teaching a class in her program. Her program is all about entrepreneurs and coaches. And I taught a class in her program all about nervous system resilience. Then recently, I had something fun happen with my other coach, Jody Moore. She is the host of the Better Than Happy podcast. And in her program, I actually won a competition and I will be going on her podcast and teaching all about the nervous system. And when she announced that I was going to be coming on her podcast, again, she talked about how as entrepreneurs, it is just so important that we know how to regulate our nervous system. So I'm pretty excited about going on her podcast. I'm pretty excited that both these incredible women entrepreneurs understand the benefits of the nervous system and understanding how to befriend your nervous system. I will let you know when Jody's Better Than Happy episode airs because I'm super excited to go on there and to teach all her people about nervous system resilience. But today we're going to talk all about being an entrepreneur and how learning about your nervous system and regulating and befriending your nervous system can come in handy. And if you're not an entrepreneur, then don't worry because everything that I'm saying 
actually applies to all areas of your life. But first, I want to do a quick recap of what the nervous system is and what I mean by regulating and befriending. Now, you can listen back on different episodes, too. For example, check out episode 110, The Zone of Resilience, and episode 121, The Three Stories, because I talk about the nervous system there, but I really have been mentioning the nervous system throughout so many of these episodes, especially the episodes in this past year, in 2023. So you probably already heard it, but we're going to do a recap again. Now, the nervous system, essentially, it's the brain, the spinal cord, and all the nerve connections. It is how the mind and the body communicate with each other. Your brain is constantly scanning for safety and danger. That's what it's doing. It's looking for cues of safety and looking for cues of danger. And safety actually is not the absence of danger, but it's looking for actual cues of safety. It's picking up on cues around you, cues within you, and cues relationally. So kind of like in between you and me. So it takes it all in and based on what it perceives, not on what is actually happening. What it perceives, it assigns a state of connection or protection. Now, what's important to note is this is not a choice. This is not a cognitive process. This is biology. Your nervous system isn't thinking. It's not deciding, should I go here? Would it be better? Is this safe? Is it dangerous? It's not doing that. It is just responding. Your biology is responding. You're not thinking, you're not choosing, it's not under conscious control. The autonomic nervous system takes over. So it's picking up on all these cues, something that we call neuroception, which was a term coined by Dr. Stephen Porges. Neuro meaning brain inception, like perception, except it's not in our conscious control. So neurocepting, the cues is what we're doing. It will assign us to go in a safe state or one of two protective states which we talked all about on a whole episode on neuroception that I did a few weeks back on episode 125. Now, the safe state is what I call the zone of resilience. It's what we can call your home base. It's a place of connection, of creativity, of confidence, of calm. This is where we make things happen, where we can process emotions in a healthy way, where we're open to guidance and inspiration, we're resilient to challenges. Now, we have our ups and downs within it, but we are essentially safe. Now, in the autonomic nervous system, this is called the parasympathetic nervous system. And there's a very famous neuroscience theory called polyvagal theory. And in that theory, this state is called the safe and social state of the ventral vagal state. It's based on something called the vagus nerve, which is basically the collection of nerve fibers that makes up the vagus nerve, which is the main feedback loop between the brain and the body, how we communicate. And you've likely heard me mention the vagus nerve before. Now, if the brain neurocepts danger, and remember, this is not cognitive, this is going on behind the scenes thousands of times a day, it will respond in one of two ways. If it's sensing danger, then it will move us into a sympathetic state, like get ready to mobilize. And this is what we refer to as fight, flight, and freeze state. I call it working with team hyper because you're hyper aroused. And thank goodness we have this state because if we are actually in danger, we do need to react quickly without thinking. So we will first try to mobilize and protect ourselves this way. Now, if this is not successful, then actually our nervous system will move us into a state of shutdown. Basically, the mobilization is not happening. So the nervous system decides, listen, we got to conserve as much energy as possible. We got to head into shutdown. 
Now, something else that can happen is the brain can neurocept something so life-threatening that it automatically just assigns us in the state of immobilization, that protection, that shutdown. And this is actually another branch of our parasympathetic system. It's called the dorsal vagal state with the polyvagal theory. And I like to refer to it as teen hypo because you're in a hypo aroused state. Now, what's also super important to know about team hyper and team hypo is that when we are in these zones, we lose most access to our prefrontal thinking and our language skills. So you can't think straight. And it's much harder to reason and communicate and be rational. Now, again, this is not a choice. This is physiology. We need all these states. They are for our survival. We will all enter these states. We'll move around. And really, a healthy nervous system is being able to enter into an appropriate state and then move flexibly between states. Where problems arise is when we get stuck in a certain state. And that's what trauma is essentially, getting stuck in a protective state in team hyper or team hypo. And I love to refer to it as nervous system resilience because resilience to me is that movement, that flexibility, that up and down, the bend and not break, the fall down and get back up, get lost and find home. So we need that resilience in everything we do. All right, so that was a quick recap of the nervous system. Now let's talk about it in terms of being an entrepreneur. If you think of how I describe these states, you can start to see where do you want to be if you're building a business? You want to be in that middle safe zone with team resilient. But where do we often go? We're often going to team hyper or team hypo. Now, our nervous system plays a fundamental role in how we essentially navigate the world, make decisions, and respond to all the stressors as we just talked about. And building a business can be a roller coaster ride of emotions, challenges, and opportunities. And in order for us to be successful, it's really important to recognize the impact of our nervous system on our overall well-being and our entrepreneurial journey. Now, when we understand our nervous system and our particular nervous system, because our nervous system is unique to us, it develops when we're in utero, it continues to develop all throughout infancy, childhood, and continues throughout life. We're constantly shaping it and modifying it. When we understand it, it can provide actually valuable insight into our behavior, our decision-making processes, and even our ability to handle stress. Now, by developing this awareness, we can optimize our performance, enhance our well-being, and build more resilient businesses. We know that if our brain determines that we're in danger, if our nervous system neurocepts this danger, we will start to mobilize and get activated. Our sympathetic system is activated and we can enter into that state of fight, flight, or as I call it, team hyper. If we think about what's involved in building a business, there are a lot of things that are unknown and unfamiliar. There's a lot of guessing, a lot of trial and error. There's a lot of risk, a lot of uncertainty, a lot of pressure. So these are all things that our nervous system will likely read as danger, which means we may spend a lot of time in this team hyperstate. Now, this can be very useful in short bursts when we need to get things done, but chronic activation can lead to burnout and even just diminished decision-making abilities and negative effects on our overall health. So as a business owner, if you're spending more time in Team Hyper, you need to remember that in this zone, we lose access to our CEO. 
And if you think back to what our CEO is in charge of, and we talked all about that in episode 129, she's in charge of a lot of things that we need to run a successful business. Decision-making, planning, organization, logic, problem-solving, reasoning. Now, we know that when we're outside of the safe and resilient zone, we're not as creative even. We're not able to communicate as well. And all these skills are crucial for running a business. We also know that we do need to be able to work on our mindset. What do you think about failure? What do you think about growth? Where we are with our nervous system will influence what our thoughts and feelings and actions are. And of course, it runs both ways. Our mindset can influence what is happening in our body and our nervous system. So we want to develop that growth mindset. We want to focus on resilience. We want to be able to reframe challenges as opportunities and growth. Our mindset and our nervous system are deeply interconnected with our ability to innovate, to problem solve, and to adapt and change. So we really want to cultivate that awareness, that knowledge, that emotional intelligence, and even the compassion, which are all essential qualities and components of leadership and building successful teams within our business. When we are building a business, there is a lot of stress on you. There are a lot of stressors in your life. You are the one who has to answer the questions. You're the one responsible for the growth of the business. Maybe you're also the one that's responsible for paying other people and their livelihood. That pressure easily puts you into team hyper. And let's not forget the times that you will likely enter team hypo. Now, this is when you feel helpless and hopeless and exhausted and burnt out. This can be when you try something and it fails, which is going to be often. You can even get to this place when you start comparing yourself with other people. They're so much further ahead. They're so much better than me. They have so much more success. Comparison can bring us down into that team hypo state. We may even feel foolish for chasing our dreams. Maybe others even tell us that they don't believe in us. Maybe you are having to sacrifice much of your own financial resources and, of course, time and energy. And so building a business takes time and effort, and it can be really discouraging. And it can be lonely, especially if you're doing it solo. It can be completely isolating. Maybe people don't understand or don't agree, or even if they're supportive, they may just not understand the nature of what you're trying to do. They may not understand the swings of being in hyper with the deadlines and the pressure and even the thrill of building something. And then the crash of failure, the obstacles, the challenges. So what can really help is connection affiliating yourself with other entrepreneurs, joining business groups, masterminds, finding a mentor or multiple mentors even. Building a support network, seeking guidance from mentors or coaches can be really helpful in navigating the highs and lows of the entrepreneurial journey. So these resources can provide valuable insights and accountability and support to help you regulate your nervous system so you can maintain focus and make better decisions for your business. So those are some of the reasons why it's helpful to learn about the nervous system, especially as entrepreneurs. So you can probably see why both Neil and Jody said that it's so valuable for building your business because there is a lot of unsafety in building a business. There's a lot of highs and lows, and we need to access a lot of our thinking skills, our CEO, which really can only be accessed in that resilient zone when we are regulated. So how do we do it? What are the practices that are crucial for entrepreneurs? I'm just going to give you three ideas to keep it simple, although I'm squeezing in a few things in those three ideas as I usually do. First, I already mentioned this one, is connection. You want to find your people. 
don't assume that your people in business are the same people in the rest of your life. They usually are not. Now, it's great to have a supportive partner or spouse, but they may not get it if they're not an entrepreneur. But think about joining business associations, masterminds, finding people who have similar or complementary businesses. You might want to get a business coach even. I know for me, I've been self-employed for over two decades now, and I can't tell you how important having mentors and coaches has been. So get connected, share your journey, share your frustrations, share your wins and your losses. The second thing you can do is you can engage in proper self-care. Now, often as entrepreneurs, the pressure is all on you. No one to share the losses with, no one to share the wins with. It can feel like a lot of responsibility. So you need to be taking care of yourself. There may be a tendency to overwork, to push through, and that can lead to exhaustion and overextension and burnout. And then you're essentially no good to anybody. You have to take care of yourself in small ways. Just be consistent. We do not need hours of self-care. We need simple, consistent self-care. Maybe it's exercise routine or maybe some meditation, maybe some breathing. These things we know will help complete that stress cycle, which is imperative to complete daily. So all the things that can help you reset your stress, you're not going to want to skip out on. And thirdly, doing things in real time. I talked about the three components of self-regulation in episode 125, the need to ask yourself, Am I safe to establish and confirm that you are indeed empirically safe? Then to get into your body, be aware of what cues your body is giving you. Do you feel tension, discomfort, pain, getting to know what stress feels like in your body? And then acutely relaxing your body. Because stress and anxiety cannot live in a relaxed body and a relaxed body brings the CEO back on track. So in real time, you need to be practicing those three steps. And how you do that is up to you but you want to be releasing that tension. Now, if you haven't grabbed my freebie, the video series I created on 30 second solution to burnout, you might want to do that. That will be linked in the show notes because I go through all these steps to show you exactly what you need to do. Because I think it's really important for us to know how to take care of our nervous system in real time. So make sure that you grab that free video series. We want our body to spend as much time in our home state as possible. And we want to become more accustomed to being in this state. This state is our home and we want to be building it out so that we can build our business from this state. Now, just a little disclaimer here. As much as I'm talking about building our business from this zone of resilience, we actually do need some sympathetic energy when we are building a business. We don't want to go into team hyper or we at least don't want to stay in team hyper, but we want to have some increased energy. It's what I call the play zone. And that play area is a mixture of our home state as well as Team Hyper. And you can link back to the episode that I did about play where I explained that a little bit more. As a recap, the very least thing you want to be doing in real time is practicing the three steps. Am I safe? Do I feel safe? Checking in with your body and then acutely relaxing your body. And one example of acutely relaxing your body that I love talking about is by doing what I call the rag doll. 
And if you don't know what I would mean by ragdoll, I had a client share with me how when she was teaching her kids about ragdolling, because it's something we can teach them too, they compared it to the movie Toy Story, when all the toys are having their fun and then somebody yells, Andy's coming, and they all ragdoll or flop. So you want to be doing that. Maybe have an alarm on your phone that goes off and says, Andy's coming, as a reminder. So you want to be doing these things whenever you're making decisions for your business or trying to problem solve or even brainstorm ideas. Maybe it's creating new content, new products, new systems. You want to be doing that from your state of home, team resilient, where you can access your highest self, your best self. And then you want to be doing these three things that I just shared with you before and after interactions with people to help you communicate, connect, And when you're talking to customers, to staff, to peers, to competitors, you want to be doing everything from a much more centered, grounded state because you will accomplish so much more. So I just want to finish up by giving you an analogy of comparing running a business to running a marathon. If you think about it, endurance and stamina are critical for successfully completing a marathon. And being an entrepreneur, you have to have the stamina to sustain your energy, face long hours, and persist through the inevitable challenges that will arise. Now, when entrepreneurs learn about their nervous system, they are better able to understand how the nervous system resilience can help them stay focused, maintain their motivation, and even keep going when things get tough. Running a business requires not just short spurts of energy, but also the ability to maintain a steady pace over the long haul. And resilience within the nervous system helps entrepreneurs manage their energy levels, prevent burnout, and stay committed to their vision. They need to be able to handle the peaks of stress, the monotony of routines, the motivation to get through challenges, and then the calmness to stick through the downs. I also think they need to enjoy what they're doing. They need to have fun. As I mentioned earlier when I talked about play, play is what we consider a mixed state where we have to have energy. We want to have some of that sympathetic energy, but we want it grounded in safety. When you have a foot in team hyper and a foot in team resilient, when we're firmly planted in what's called the play zone. And this is a zone where you can perform, you can get in flow, you can get pumped up, excited, productive, but you are also centered, grounded, living with intentionality and integrity. This is where some of your best work will come from. Now, of course, you're not going to want to be in that zone all the time because you do need to rest. So that's why you always need to know how to access home, how to get back to team resilient. Hopefully you've seen the benefit of learning about your nervous system, befriending your nervous system, focusing on building safety, widening that zone of resilience, getting into that play zone when needed, and then coming back home because that is going to help you build your business from a centered, sustainable state. It will allow you to access all the skills you need to grow a business, the thinking skills, the CEO, the communication skills, and building from there will also help you create a business and a life that you want a quality of life that you want because you're doing so from a zone where you're also prioritizing your self-care, connection, communication, and even balance. So hopefully you found that helpful. And over the next few months, I will be sharing with you all the different reasons why it's important for us to be integrating, understanding, and befriending our nervous system and everything that we'll do. And I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Building Resilience Podcast. 
If you're interested in learning a little bit more about managing stress, building resilience, and leading a more purposeful life, then make sure we're connected on Instagram and Facebook at Leah Davidson Life Coaching. You can also subscribe to my weekly newsletter at www.leahdavidsonlifecoaching.com forward slash newsletter. Looking forward to connecting.